Any documentary lovers in the house? Yes. And online, if you could raise your hand. I love documentaries. Sometimes I stay up till 2, 3 o'clock watching them. The one I had, have just been inspired by is Good Trouble. Anybody familiar with Good Trouble? Uh, John Lewis, the late great congressman and civil rights activist, John uh, Robert Lewis. Uh, he is most known for uh, the march from going to Selma, uh, going across the bridge in Selma. And his particular march that he was a part of is known as Bloody Sunday. And that title scares me just a bit. But when I think about that title and as I watched the documentary, as I watched them get beat and trampled and <clears throat> bitten by dogs and ran over by law enforcement, I think to myself, how in the world did they endure that? How in the world were they able to be nonviolent at a time like that? I mean, to think, of, to think that John Lewis was 25 when he got started in the civil rights movement. When I was 25, I was trying to live at my own house but do grocery shopping at my parents' house. But to imagine at 25, he subjected himself to a work that he later gave his whole entire life to. And when I think about John Lewis, Diane Nash, Reverend James Lawson Jr., and all of the civil rights activists, those heroes, there's one word that comes to mind. It's courage. Courage. They were so incredibly courageous. But now when I think about courage, I think to myself, I could never do what they've done. I could never be that bold and courageous to walk across a bridge, seeing the sea of, of blue, knowing that with their billy clubs and their dogs uh, and their tear gas, that they were going to literally beat me. But I've come across this scripture, and this scripture has encouraged me when I get overwhelmed and start to fear, start to be fearful. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Verse 9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. When I hear this, I want to push past fear. I want to be courageous like John Lewis and the, the Freedom Writers. But this scripture 
I want to give us a little backdrop. This scripture, this is God speaking to Joshua. This is found in Joshua 1. Now, Joshua was about to take on a new mantle of leadership. Joshua at this time has now lost his mentor, Moses, Moses being one of the, the, the big dogs in the faith, someone that Joshua was able to watch and model life after. But now Moses is dead. And Joshua has, now has to lead thousands of God's people into this new territory that he has no idea what is, he's up against. And it's here with this backdrop that we then see God speaking these words to Joshua, telling him, be strong and courageous. Renaissance, I wonder if just like Joshua, God is calling you and I to be strong and courageous. I wonder if there's a place in our lives, if there are situations and circumstances that we're in right now, or maybe they're right around the corner, where God wants you and I to face them being courageous. See, just like the civil rights movement needed courageous men and women for its advancement, I believe the same is true for the kingdom of God. See, way before civil rights, way before John Lewis, way before Dr. King, God has been raising up ordinary people to be courageous. All throughout the Bible, there are men and women who displayed this awe-inspiring type of courage. We could start with the disciples. Uh, when Jesus was crucified, all of the disciples, Jesus' friends and students, they all scattered, later to return to be martyrs, to be killed, because they believed in Jesus' resurrection. There are accounts of men like David, who was a young boy, and as a young boy, he was told that he would be king, and he became Israel's, one of Israel's courageous, mighty kings. There's women, there are accounts in the Bible of women like Esther who risked her life to make sure an entire people group were not annihilated by her husband. At that time, for a woman to stand up to her husband was definitely a death wish. See, Esther has this dope line. She says, if I perish, I perish. She knew it was super scary to do this, but even in the face of fear, she was willing to risk her life to save her people. See, courage, true biblical courage, is a hallmark of the Christian life. Courage is a defining mark or a characteristic that has set Christians apart for thousands of years. See, God has been using ordinary people to do courageous things for generations in church. I don't think he is stopping now. See, courage, as I've learned, it's not the absence of fear. Courage is the ability to act while afraid. And so as we jump into this passage on Joshua, I want you to have a lens this morning. I want you to ask the Lord, Lord, where do you want me to be courageous? Where are you asking me to be more courageous? Where in my life right now, Lord, could you just, just give me a nudge on, on something in my life right now where I need to be just a little more 
courageous. See, all of this has me thinking, this talk about courage has me reflecting on my own life. And if I were to be honest, can I confess for a second? I'm probably not the most courageous guy. I know you're shocked. But when I think about the storms that are currently happening in my life, my, my finances, my family, my family's health, when I think about those storms, when I think about the control that I don't have around me, I tend to, quite frankly, move to fear first and not courage. And so when I think about that, I'm like, Lord, how will you form courage in me? Why, if courage is so necessary, if it's the hallmark of a Christian life, then why is courage so difficult for me? Here's one. Here's a reason. See, I think courage to me seems unreachable. It seems like it's reserved for the elite. When I was watching uh, the Good Trouble documentary and John Lewis was reciting the things that happened to him, he was jailed 40 plus times. He was beat unconscious several times. And yet this man looked so resolved as he's watching the footage of him being beat. Some of the footage he doesn't even remember because he was unconscious. And I think to myself when I see that, I say, Lord, I can't do that. I don't have that type of courage. I'm not built like that. They were built different back then. I just don't have it. Where would my place in the kingdom of God be? And then I think the Lord whispers to me. The Lord said, Aswan, maybe I'm not calling you to that type of courage. Maybe that's not the way I'm asking you to be courageous. Maybe, maybe I'm asking you to be a little more bolder when somebody is slamming the church instead of you turning a deaf eye or maybe agreeing a little bit. Maybe I'm asking you to be more courageous uh, and, and confront the friend that you know has been gossiping. Maybe I'm asking you to be courageous in a way that's particular to you and your situation. And when I think that way, I'm like, Lord, okay, my mistake, maybe I've, I've used the John Lewis's and the, the, the courageous heroes of the world. Maybe I've, I've, I've used them as the litmus and that's incorrect. Maybe God is calling me to a different type of courage. And maybe the same is true for you. But when I think about that, I, 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 courage is difficult. It's difficult for me to turn to courage when I use them as a litmus. But nevertheless, God is still calling me to be courageous. The second struggle I've had is uh, courage requires me to risk self-preservation and comfort. Can I be honest? Right? Y'all, y'all good? Um, I'm going to protect me. I see y'all nodding your head. You're going to protect you. And the challenge with courage is that it requires you to be willing to not protect you. The challenge with courage, the reason why courage is so difficult at times is because it asks you to not be so comfortable. Can I talk to the Christians in the room for a second? Some of you have been walking with God for a, a long time, and, 
And maybe you, you have this comfortable groove. You get up, you have your tea or your coffee, you read a, maybe a little bit of the psalm, and you go on about your day. But what if God is asking you to be a little more courageous, to step out of your comfort zone and be bold for the things of God? See, it's easy for me to have self-preservation. It's comfortable for me to protect me. But I think God is asking me to be just a little more courageous. Third, I think courage requires me to work some new faith muscles. See, some of you are in some tough situations right now. Maybe you're in territory or waters that you're not familiar with. And it's there in this place. You're like, God, where are you? I don't see you. And it's in that place where because you're in uncharted territory, courage is a little harder to grasp. But maybe God is asking you to work some new muscles. Maybe he's inviting you to, to experience, experience him just a little bit differently. Let me say it this way. I got a young man that, uh, y'all know I play ball. Uh, I got a young man that I'm working on his jump shot. His jump shot is a little bit inconsistent. And so what I've been doing now is taking him in the gym and asking him to perform a jump shot just without the basketball. What am I doing? I want him to get the muscle memory of shooting the same way all the time. Now, as he's been doing that, we had a game at Rucker Park. Shout out to the Young Life basketball team. Uh, we lost by one in overtime, so I know, don't clap. I'm a little tight about that, a little salty. Um, but uh, when he got to the game, what I've noticed in some of the games is he's actually not doing what we've been working out. And it dawned on me like, yeah, because it's probably hard for him to now use a different muscle when he's in a comfortable situation. He's used to shooting a certain way in the game all the time, but he's been working on this new muscle memory, and it's very difficult for him now to do that. And I think the truth is for us spiritually. I think the same is true for us spiritually. We get so accustomed to doing things the certain way, and maybe God is saying, I just need you to be a little more courageous. I need you to experience me just a little differently. See, yeah, even with all the difficulties and reasons being courageous is difficult, I'm reminded that God is in the business of making ordinary people courageous. Why? Because courage is one of the hallmarks of the Christian life. God needs and wants us to be courageous. So we'll look at Joshua this morning, and I want you to hear the benefits of what courage has for us in our walk with God. I'm going to start at Joshua 1, verse 1. Let me read. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give to them, to the Israelites. 
I will give you every place where your foot, where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river to the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the, in the west. Verse 5, no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Verse 9, have I not commanded you for the Lord your God? No, excuse me. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. A couple things I want to point out here first. One is we are all called to be Joshua-type people. See, sometimes when we read people, when they read Joshua, they think, well, I have to be a leader or someone in ministry. And that's actually not true. Uh, If you are a teacher, if you're an investment banker, if you're an actor, if you're a college student, if you're a mom, if you're a dad, if you're a Knicks fan, like it, it doesn't matter. God is, has a ministry for all of us. Two, the land that God promised, sometimes when we read scripture and we see the list of countries or land, we, we tend to skate over it. But in this particular passage, it's actually important. This is the promised land. This is the land that God had promised Abraham back in Genesis. Back in Genesis 15, God told God's people, the people of Israel, that this is the land that they would inherit. They should have had this land 40 years ago, but because of the disbelief and the unbelief, uh, there was a generation of people that died off. And now Joshua is here leading this new generation of people into this promised land. And why is that important? Because Joshua's job is big. The mantle of leadership that he has just taken on is enormous. Scripture or myself, I I don't have the the adequate words to express how uh, weighty Joshua would have felt at this time. Moses is gone, and Moses is the one who's done everything. He he made sure Pharaoh uh, freed God's people. Uh, Moses part of the sea. Moses had an intimate relationship with God. Moses is somebody that Joshua is like, I don't know that I could step into his shoes. And it's at this point where the word of God comes to Joshua and tells him, be strong and courageous. And I think that's important because we're going to see in a second, the three things that I want to pull from this. Courage has some very, very big benefits. Here's one. Courage helps us experience God's promises. Starting at verse 2. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give to them, to the Israelites. Verse 3, I want you to underline. Anybody got paper Bibles? I just hold it. You know, you got to hold it and then highlight it. 
if you got your phone. Verse 3, I will give you every place where, your fo- where you set your foot. That is a promise from God. God is saying this new territory that you're entering, I will give you every place where you set your foot. That's encouraging. And God is saying, listen, Joshua, I know when you get to this land, it's going to look massive, but I need you to not let fear overtake you. I need you to hold on to the promise that I've given you and take courage, be strong and courageous because when you walk into this land, I want you to know the promise. I will give you every place where, you're, where you set your foot. That had to be encouraging to hear. Verse 4, your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. Verse 5, the first part of verse 5, no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. I want you to underline that promise. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. What is happening God's saying, listen, Joshua, you remember you were one of the spies back in the day when Moses was around to go check out this new land. And when you went to the new land, you saw that there were, there were uh, uh, people there and armies there and, and people you were going to have to fight and giants you were going to have to fight. Now, years later, I'm reminding you that no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life, and it's going to take you being strong and courageous, Joshua, so that you could actually experience God's promise. But what does that mean for Renaissance Church? Well, when you get to your Hittite country, when you get to your Mediterranean Sea, there will be obstacles there that you have to fight. And what God is saying to Joshua, he's saying to us, he's saying, when you get there, I want you to be strong and courageous. When you get to those tough places, when you get to the the obstacles that are trying to keep you and prevent you from getting closer to God, we need you to fight. We need you to be strong and courageous. See, what things in your life, Renaissance, do you have to fight so that you could experience God's promise? What are some things right now in your life that you have to face with courage so that you could experience God's promise? Two, courage helps us experience God's presence. Listen to verse 5. At the end of verse 5, as I was with you, Moses, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Have I not commanded you, verse 9, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Just a a quick thing. Uh, Joshua, when Moses was able to talk with God face-to-face at these tender meetings and have this intimate relationship with God, the Bible tells us that Joshua would run into the tent and he would spend some overtime there. Joshua was banking on this relation, seeing the relationship that God and Moses had. And God now is reminding him, now that it's his turn to leadership, he's telling him the same way that I was with Moses, the same intimacy that I had with Moses, it's the same way I'm going to be with you. 
And how does that apply to us? Well, Renaissance, I want you to know probably uh, if, if we were to send a microphone around this room, many of us are going through tough situations. And I think what God says to Joshua is true to you. As God was with Moses, he's also with you. See, it's the witness of God that we can trust. The reason we can be courageous is because God says, I'm not just going to give you a bunch of instructions. I'm going to give you myself. I'm not going to ask you to go into a land and fight without me coming with you. I will be there wherever you go. It's the presence of God that's going to separate Joshua and the people of God from all the people in the promised land. Where is God asking you to courageously step into his presence? See, one of the things we have to do is make ourselves available for God. And it takes courage to put down the phone, turn off the TV, make some time in your schedule to experience the presence of God. Lastly, courage helps us experience God's provision. Listen to verse 7 and 9. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. God is saying to Joshua, I need you to be a people of the book. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Not just to talk about it, but to actually do. The Christian life is not just instruction. It's a transformed life that you actually go out and live out. Then you will be prosperous and successful. See, the Bible says it like this. God would rather obedience than sacrifice. And courage will help us experience God's provision as we obey. I want to close with this quick thought. The reason and the source for our courage is the truth about Jesus. It's the reality that the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords saw fit to step out of heaven into human experience, die the death of a criminal so that you and I could have life to abundance. See, you know why we are able, the people of God are able to be courageous because of what God says in verse 9. I will be with you wherever you go. I'm encouraged that there's a God that says he doesn't just give me his promises or his provision. He gives me his presence. And it's his presence that allows us to be courageous and bold renaissance i want us to be a church of courageous people i want you this week ask god where could you be more courageous is it at work could you be a little more courageous at work maybe god has already asked you to step into a business venture and you're like there's no way i could do that right now lord maybe he's asking you to be a little more courageous 
Maybe he's asking you to be courageous and step away from a relationship. Could you do it? Be strong and courageous because he is with you just like he was with Moses. Let me pray. God, thank you for who you are and what you've done. In Jesus' name, amen.